Hello, what's up? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> she really said, hello. Hello, hello. hello. what's up? And she put on her best customer service voice. I thought that was so good. Your reading corner. Uh, no, I mean, what, what's up? <laughs> she was like, hi. Hopefully it's a, you're having a great day. Anyways, um, welcome to I Said What I Said. I'm Lene. I'm Solana. And I'm McLean. <laughs> this is a podcast where we say what we said, then we don't take it back. Um, today we're going to be talking about our top favorite Disney Channel movie. Now there are lots of Disney Channel movies we love. These are the D- these are the Disney Channel original movies. Right. That excludes High School Musical, Camp Rock, and uh, Cheetah Girls. Yes, because unfortunately we all know all three of those fandoms, series, extravaganzas, eleganzas, would be on the top. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Literally be the same. I mean, <laughs> those are the top three. I mean, my right top, I mean, my top is High School Musical 100%. No, it's well, uh, Cheetah, Cheetah Girls. <laughs> As a young woman of color, it is Cheetah Girls and Cheetah Girls only. Yeah, you could throw some Camp Rock in there, but only Camp Rock one. And I mean, I do like High School Musical. Just, <laughs> she's just like third tier for me. Camp Rock 2. Camp Rock was never two for me. I've never said Camp Rock 2. <laughs> <laughs> we we can't can back down. In fact, I've never seen High School <laughs> You've never seen High School Musical? Can't rock to. No, I've seen High Girl, she really said I've never uh, seen High School Musical. But yeah, no, we're just going to be talking about our, like, our, you know, films that, like, maybe don't get enough love in the Disney Channel original movie franchise. So, yeah, we're, we're going to just start and talk about that. Um, McLean, what's, what's your number one? What's your first pick? What's your everything? My first pick is 100% jump in with Corbin Blue. Like, my man, Corbin... And my mind can do no wrong. <laughs> I mean, true. Mood. I do love jumping. Oh, we also had to decide too, so like, none of us repeated. But I also love jumping too. Jumping is. I mean, it had Kiki Palmer. A queen. Right. Yeah, Kiki a queen. and Corbin. Uh, a queen. Just two. We love the sister. Her sass. Yes, Karen is. Um, one. <laughs> the father having a relationship with his young son. Yeah. Love to see it. And I think Jump In was like one of the first films that had someone with like their natural curly hair. Yes. One of the first. Amazing. I vividly like, this was like one of the only movies I remember that was like literally about black people. Right. It was also, and it had nothing to do with white people. Like it was like literally just like all black people and then there just like happened to be white people as like the reversal of the normal world. I can't believe you just dissed up up in a way like that. I said that I remember, girl. (laughs) You out here thinking that I really watched all those? Up up in a way is Everything. Girl, I had not seen Robert Townsend. What was it? Cool Tidings? Cool Rush? What the cool, fuck? Cool Running? Cool Running. Cool Tidings? That's not even funny. Holiday Tidings, though. Holiday Tidings? But anyways, continue about why you love Jeff. But I, I love that movie, but <laughs> I love I love uh, Cool Running, so that's besides the fact. I love Jump In because it, it, it deals with the, it deals with a lot of topics that I don't think are have been uh were talked about in the Disney Channel original movie like uh world before then like they deal with a lot of like low income uh kid like most of the kid most of the, the the kids that Izzy like uh deals with are having to be low income and they have certain things that they that they choose that they do as outlets like Rod like like the bully Rodney like he's very much low income and has a lot of issues um but it's just an interesting thing that I've never seen before, and it really like challenge. It like talks about like family dynamics, like what's what's considered masculine and what's considered like okay, in 
in a, in a, in a household of uh, people of color, which I yeah. think is, I can really appreciate that. Yeah. And jump rope. Those tricks see, look yes. so, <laughs> like, so much fun. I remember I used to double dutch all the time as a kid, and then it's such a big thing in, like, communities of color, mm-hmm. so it's just fun to see other people doing yes. what I did. I used to double dutch back in the day. Yeah. I was uncoordinated, as my adults know, um, so my ass would fall walking. <laughs> so double dutch did not seem like an option for me, and uh, to this day I'm still uncoordinated for double dutch, but I would look and be like, oh, that looks like fun. Oh, there's I was that person jumping. that was like on the side singing the little songs. Like, that was me. Like, I was like, yeah, y'all need this, y'all are breathing. You know, like, y'all gotta breathe. Like, let me sing this song. I, I mean, I get it. I was here to support. It also deals with, like, it shows, like, a, a how, it, like, a romantic, like, a young person romantic relationship can evolve from, a, like, a, a friendship. Because, right. like, Izzy and Mary are, like, really good friends, and then they, like, there's, like, obviously subtle flirting, but they kind of, like, become more of a thing. But they never even really do. That's the thing is that they never actually become a romantic relationship, which I find wonderful. Like she does not like. To me, it's like Mary doesn't see him like that. Like she sees him more as as a brother, which I can appreciate. But I can tell that Izzy like has a thing for her. They flirt. I think Mary feels the same way, but I think it's just fun to not see. I th- I mean the fact that we don't need that to be part yeah. of the storyline for either of them is kind of the best part. Is that it's not about first of all it's not a story centered around a woman doing something quote masculine. Yeah. It's we one we get to have a fun reversal which I'm always into, but also our you know heroine character doesn't have to fall in love and she yeah. doesn't need to. And in fact she's like actually you're kind of an a hole. I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. Many a fix, time. Fix she, that. she even says that. Right. She's like, you like, I don't like you anymore. I'm not like, She's like, you're not. I can't count on you. Right. She was like, you need to get your ish together, dude. Like, if you can't. She said, like, you said, like, I let you into this because you said that you could, and then you're not. Right. It also deals with a lot of gender roles, like the woman, like the female, like the girl boxer who's like, I won't tell your guys about double dutch if you stop making fun of me to your guys. And he's like, okay. And then he does it. Like, he follows through. I'm like, that's a good man right there. I mean, and even Rodney, like, Rodney's such a, like, I mean, in the end, he's not even really the villain. No. I think he's going to be the villain of the story, and he actually ends up being super chill. He's also like, rooting for them. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. also our narrator, which right. is yeah. fun. Right, and you're like, oh, he's a narrator, that's so, and like. What a fun twist. It does hold up. It does. We, I mean, you watched it recently. I watched it literally uh, two nights ago before <laughs> filming this. <laughs> and we watched it, what, a month ago, two months ago, back in the summer, together. And it was like we were into it. It held up. It was great. The, the, there was, music, the thing is, there was the nothing music for it to, is so good. <laughs> yeah, there was nothing for it to be dated. That was the best part. I mean, other than like the outfits, but like I which, don't know. like, which, like there was still nothing. nothing good. <laughs> right, nothing about this was dated or anything like inherently wrong with it. Like easily, the story could have been two years ago, and I think it would have still been hype as heck. Right. Like I don't think there's anything like. You know, sometimes Disney's a little dated, and it's especially in its decoms. There's some of them that are like, okay, the CGI dated. Like you're like, okay, yeah, the storyline a little dated. This, however, was like nothing about this was of a time in mm-hmm. a time. It was also just like maybe because we grew up at that time, it doesn't feel outdated. Right. But I'm like, yeah. I can't imagine. I'm see kids still in my neighborhood when we had young kids still double dutch like it's not a not a thing that people don't do anymore yeah and also my fa- my favorite 
like true hard fact about this movie is that before High School Musical 2 came out it was the like for like three years it was like the number one like grossing movie uh, like decom movie Same. which is really cool <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah I remember it was like super popular um and I mean it did come out in like what 2007 Seven. 2000 yeah. yeah um but I remember it being like super popular and that was all it really anyone cared about which you know I wish Corbin Blue was in more I wish he was in more. I, I know. I I got to meet him like a year after this movie came out, and I like I was like nine years old, and I was just like, so I I loved him. Like we went. To, he like did like a weird concert in like my hometown, <laughs> and so my mom like my dad got tickets for us, and we waited after the concert for like two hours, and he like came out and like took photos with us, and like I don't know where these photos are now. But. <laughs> Yikes, McLean, you didn't keep him? But I have his, I have, like, I, I have his, like, signature, and I will never, ever forget that I met him. Yeah. I also went to a Corbin Blue thing, like, a Radio Disney summer concert, you know, how they always yeah. do those. Um, I just remember lots of flipping. <laughs> I remember yeah. lots of, of, and I was here for it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like the flips. Um, I just and remember he, a lot of hair. Just, like, his hair was down, and it was a lot of hair flips as well. Yeah. And he played an iconic song, you know, push it, push it. Also, a great theme theme song. What a baller theme song for the for the movie. Right. Yeah. It was great. The and whole soundtrack theme. kills it. Yeah. Jordan Pruitt, Pruitt also had that mm-hmm. song to rhythm of the music or something like that. Get to the rhythm and to the music. It's fine. That one's chill too. I mean, they were all good, but Push to the Limit is like yes. Amazing. <laughs> I think I also think like the I think my last like major thing that I'm gonna talk about that I really like is that they like changed their name from the Joy Jumpers because like Ezzy was like nah that's I'm not doing that to the Red Hot Chili Steppers which is an iconic name. <laughs> okay, so we actually had a volleyball team at that time at Wea, which is a West Austin youth something, and basically my volleyball team. <laughs> was called the Red Hot Chili Peppers only because we liked, all of us liked that oh, movie. I was like, where, where so are you we going? We were like, well, we can't be the Steppers because that doesn't make any sense. We played volleyball. So we were literally the, the Red, Red Hot, Hot Chili Peppers because we no, were red. No, no, the, the setters. That would have been so smart. But we were like eight, so like, we were like, smart. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, but like 10-year-old me was like into it. And mm-hmm. literally our whole team agreed and we were like, yes, this is the team that we will be correct. Well... I don't know. I mean, I just like the, I mean, I like the pun, Red Hot Chili Steppers. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to say, but their outfits were also hilarious yes. <laughs> and super funny. Their braid, their outfits, their ribbons. It's the ribbons for me. It really, it, the ribbons. It really was the ribbons for me. Because I, as a ribbon girl, I was a big fan. Bows, stupid. Not, not my thing. Ribbons, however, welcomed in this household. They also had bows. They did. They bows. had bows, too. Bows were enough. I love all of them equally. Um. But yeah, we love jumping. Anything else you want to add? Just ten out of ten. Like if you've never seen it, go watch where it. Have you been? Because yeah, like <laughs> because Corbin Blue, like I said, he can do no wrong. Smooth. He also won Dancing with the Stars, so there's that. I mean, because he's, he's literally a trained dancer. I know. <laughs> like, okay. makes sense. All right, Swana, you're up next. All right, my vote is. I feel like it's not really like a, not a hidden gem. Um, but weirdly, some people know about it and some people don't, which I always find funny. My choice is Lemonade Mouth. Um, it is a 
beautiful movie for me because it was one an awakening um <laughs> because Haley <laughs> Yoko is in an awakening movie for a lot of young queers um but just the fact that like the movie was literally about it was like a better version of Breakfast Club for me um and so it just was about it talked about things like having your father in jail having never being enough of the perfect child like they all had an issue kind of with their own family life and so the the idea that music is the one thing that can take people from different worlds and bring them together is also like I think something that hits for me because music is kind of the lifeblood of my family so I always think it's great the music is in Fiore so good um I mean everyone was like really pretty and it was kind of fun to see like these young people take a stand and actually like do it and take a stand not like it failed or like it wasn't like a violent revolution it was just literally them being like oh you mean like we have value you should value yourself and sports aren't the only thing wow 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 like I don't know I always thought that was great I feel like there's always a especially I think for me in Texas like sports are always been number one and if you're like not in marching band or a cheerleader or like on the dance team that's kind of like the only arts that like made sense and then as I got older I realized how big theater was but like all the money did go you always got a new football stadium like that was the number one like the Dallas Cowboys got a new stadium because someone wanted them to like it would be impossible for the Ducks to not have a new stadium for them to not have a soccer field for them to not have something like it doesn't make any sense um so I think it used some of the tropes of like, of like normal high school drama and put it in a way that I think put light to a community that doesn't always have the spotlight yeah yeah i mean let me was just i don't know if i'm compared to the breakfast club yeah that's what i was gonna i was gonna say that's a bold statement i do love the film for that reason of like just like misfits together coming together through music and that's fun and then got like the principle so i see the breakfast club like yeah i get why they yeah, started the, in detention i get the comparison the, the angry white principle but it's not the breakfast club because they don't spend their entire time in detention right i get the it's i just authority i get the comparison is, but it's, a, it's not the same right and i will say i don't say that because you know i love the breakfast club i think lemonade mouth is way better this is it's i'm dealing with with issues so I'm, i don't know maybe it Maybe comparing it to Breakfast Club, so it's a better lemonade mouth. So I said it's a better version. <laughs> Even still, uh, I said what I said, and I mean, okay, you can say that. You can but, say that, but, but it's but, not what I want to be standing by. But. <laughs> I am just like defending my statement. It's not my, it's not my hill to die on. But no, I, I, I do really like the songs too, and the songs are are bops. They're they're everything. Um, You're freaking talented. Honestly, yeah. I, I did not. I rewatched this movie like a month ago and I was not a fan of it when it first came out like I was I didn't I just didn't speak to me I liked I liked the music but I rewatched it again and I was like you know this is not as bad as I thought it was when I was like 12 when it came out um but there there are some things that still bother me about it but I don't know if we need to talk about that <laughs> well I mean I I saw I the breakfast club I saw well <laughs> gotcha um I was thinking about the breakfast club ha, like radio show not even the breakfast club movie which is a whole nother issue in itself Oops. Um, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> she's just an aggressive eye roll. <laughs> and there's the other um, Cue the eye But no, but I watched Lemonade Mouth um, through a DVD, I think like maybe a couple months after it came out or a year after it came out. 
um, because I didn't have cable at the time. And I was like, and I wasn't watching Disney Channel yet but anymore at, at that point. Um, but I remember being like, wow, this is like a movie that like Disney Channel put out. It was like such a revolutionary thing, which it really isn't that revolutionary, but it was like a big deal for them to talk about those issues and to talk about having yeah. like a dad in jail and like all of these things that like Disney normally never does. Well, and also I would imagine to appreciate because it, it wasn't just like, I am an am a low income person who is a person of color with a dad in jail. Right. No, she was she, yeah. not. she was a white she was a white woman with a dad in jail who got just mixed up. Right. Yeah. And then we had like the girl who was like, I wanna make my parents proud but also like I am American and I'm yeah. I'm like I know you want me culturally to be this perfect daughter, but I'm not that. And I can be perfect but I, I can't be that version of perfect. And I was really like that and just like the struggles of being heard, there are lots yeah. of themes in that. Movie. I definitely so connected okay. a lot with Stella, our big Haley Kyoko's character, our big rebel. Because, I mean, when you're younger, not everyone feels like they fit in. But the idea that you're always surrounded by people who are the best, and you don't fit everything else that other people are. Like she comes from a family of geniuses. She's like the only one who's like, I'm not smart in that way. Right. So I feel like because I am that way, I am not great. And the fact that, like, it's also a moment not only for kids to, like, take a second and see themselves in this wide range of children that we get to have, both culturally and also, like, personality-wise. You also get a moment for the – we watch the parents figure their shit out, too. And, like, I think I really love the fact that no parents are perfect in this world and they're not perfect in a way that's buffoonish. Either, which I feel like Disney sometimes relies on. Definitely. Right. Like, these are regular, regular, uh, to, to use you, Lynette, regular, regular people. Um, and, like, Adam Hicks's character doesn't have a mom. She's gone. He's having to deal with having a stepmother. I think that's definitely a thing that mm-hmm. he, kids I knew growing up were, were having issues with and trying to deal with, like, my parents are divorced. Or my dad's not home. I can't be the perfect daughter to my family, which I think for some of my friends growing up who have very traditional families, like, that was a big deal. Having, like, feeling like you can't, I always felt like I was compared to my brother. Now that I'm older, that was never a thing. But, like, I definitely saw myself in a lot of those people and were like, oh, but our outlet is something that's valid and real. That, like, music is a valid and real outlet, which I don't think is always taught or shown to be real. I always related to Charlie, um, being like trying to live in like live out of somebody else's shadow like I felt I like you said Salon, like I always felt like I was compared to my brother which again did not happen in, in, in actuality but perception is reality um, but I always felt like even like my cousin my older cousins who like were like super successful in high school and did all this stuff I was like oh well I'm not gonna be like that so what's the point but I do agree with you that like you know talking about like seeing like that my outlet and that my my thing was like kind of cool or like a thing that people didn't think was weird was nice also can we talk about um what's your face's relationship with that toxic white man i mean hello that was like first of all we get to talk about this relationship of like your man does not support your art and is like problematic as hell like i don't know if i remember that being a thing other than lemonade mouth i mean he comes around and in the end, but but there's literally a moment where she's like, he's yeah. like, well, you know, my music's important to me. She's like, okay, well, my music's important to me. How is this? How do? Why do I have to stop 
for you. And I think there's, again, I blame Disney for half of my feminism. But <laughs> it's like, why do, why do I have to be subservient to you and your dreams? What about this has to be about you, has to be about your whatever? I think they're, they're talking, again, they're talking about things that I don't think were conversations that have been had or I don't remember having been had before. And in a way, and at a time, for people, I think, of our age, that, like, it mattered. That it actually shaped something. That, like, again, you could be, you could have a music program and it would be worth something. It was worth it to do this. It was not just the AV club is in the basement. It's like, okay, no, like, literally there are things that people can offer and no one is as they seem. So you get that beautiful trope, like, don't judge a book, but it's like, actually, but they can start a revolution, you can start a revolution in just standing up for yourself and standing up for others. I feel like it had been talked about before, but not, like, in the same detail. Yeah. But also, Lemonade Mouth was based on a book, mm-hmm. so I feel like that's where, like, a lot of that came from, because it was, like, I don't think Disney would have necessarily done that if it hadn't been from the source material. Oh, of course not. Um... But yeah, no, I feel like it's definitely been talked about, but not in the same way and not at the same age that those kids were. Because mm-hmm. they were like in high school, were they, were they like sophomores? They were sophomores or juniors. Sophomores right. or juniors. Yeah. 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 So they were, you know, they were quite older, which is probably why, too, I feel like the movie's underrated because it's such an older age range that like little kids probably wouldn't like it as much. Um, but that's what I love about it. Is that that? And we have like the, the art teacher fighting yeah. for her students, which is arts education, you know, funding. But that whole the thing. Um, but yeah, no, I I feel you, and I love Lemonade Mouth, and um, also just like we we stay on a lesbian queen. I will say, Determinate is a bop, bro. We st- the songs were great. I mean, she's so gone. Look, that's the thing is like even the music is great and they even that crappy like you want to be you wish you were us song that the like garbage the, oh, like, guys. Not, the <laughs> band that song was indicative of the music of the time so of the time solana was into it oh, I was now that i'm older that. i go this I was the best of the song. time learning about you on like 2010 yes like, that is that is smash mouth that is simple plan that is good no, charlotte that is that that is that's that not good charlotte that was in 2008 <laughs> Good Charlotte, Smash oh, yeah. Mouth. Yeah, those, those people were in 2008, like, 2007. Smash Mouth is from the late 90s to so the early yeah. 2004 or 5. Yeah. Maybe. You're pushing it with 2005. She's looking it up. I'm very good at when, um, fun fact about me. I'm very good at dates. First of all, there's not a lot that I'm good Bowling at. for Soup has been around since 1996. You didn't say right? Bowling for Soup. You said yes, you I did. did. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yes, you I know. just did. No, you, know. you did not. You we have it. it on audio. You're on Candy's camera. Simple plan. Good Charlotte. That's all but around. We're at like 15 bowling minutes. We're at like 20 minutes. Timestamp. <laughs> but you didn't say Bowling for Soup, though. You did and not. And yes, said. Bowling for Soup has been around since 1997, but they aren't popular anymore except for Phineas and Ferb. That's like the whole joke of Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. Then he's like, it's Bully versus And they're like, no, no one they got like, the future. Good Charlotte's first like, album is 2001, 2002, okay, 2004. Okay, that's still not. That's still not. Their most popular album is 2002. Okay, when did Lemonade Mouth come out? She's looking it up. Dear Siri, tell me. I know. I said Dear Siri like I have an iPhone. But. 
Yeah, don't be We're taking a slight tangent away because we need some, this is I understand what you're saying, but you're saying indicative of that time and at the time it was not indicative music. It was indicative of the music of the time. Yes, people still listen to that shit in 2011. Thank you. Sure. Maybe I was the only one who's out you here still rocking a pop the people weren't things. listening to it. You No, there's a whole genre of people who did this. Why don't you look up Warped Okay, okay, wait. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is Girl, that's all girl, you're not listening to what we're saying. What we're saying is is that you're saying it's indicative of the time of 2011 and it is not indicative of the time of 2011. It's indicative of the time of 2007, 2006, 2005. That's what we're saying. <laughs> There's okay, whatever. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna this is not the hill I wanna die on and I really feel attacked. I love so that that's I'm the phrase that you're choosing. I'm not gonna die on the it really doesn't doesn't fucking matter. And my point obviously is not solid enough, so whatever. It matters. Would no, you it doesn't, mean? because you just destroyed it, so it doesn't matter. The point doesn't matter anymore. So we're moving on. Anyways, the point is that the music was good. Yeah. I thought the music was good. The music was good. That's the point. Right. Tis it. That's literally all I had left, was that the music was good. Okay. That's my point. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> Lene, what's your... My pick is Twitches, yes. which I love. <laughs> Came out in 2005. It's everything, mainly because, well, there's a couple reasons, but I love Twitches because, one, it's T and Tamara, mm-hmm. which <laughs> I sister, love Sister, sister. Right, and Twitches is basically the same plot as sister, sister, yeah. but like <laughs> Halloween-ish, which is fun. Um... But, like, just the fact that, like, there really weren't that many movies, Disney Channel movies, that had, like, two main black girls. Mm-hmm. And, like, with, like, curly hair, that wasn't a thing. So it was just fun to see that representation. But also, they were adopted, which was cool to see. Um, and, like, the different intentionalities of, like, one sister was adopted by two black parents, the other sisters were adopted, the other sister was adopted by mixed parents, and like their combining and like how that was like a struggle for them, like one is very wealthy and rich and the other one is not, and like what that has to do, and that's kind of what Sister Sister is too at the same time, but it was fun to see that in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but gotta also, love, gotta love Jack A. <laughs> gotta love Jack A, Henry. But also the fact that like with Lemonade Mouth, they're older, but like Tia and Tamara or Alex and um, Cameron, they were like 21, which is like the oldest that I've ever seen. Yeah. Disney no, yeah, Disney. I just thought about that. Huh. Yeah, it's on their 21st birthday. Yes. I was thinking that they were like six, 16 to 18. That's what I was thinking that it was, but 21 makes sense. Yeah, on the, on the day of their 21st birthday, that's when it all happens and they have to like save the world. Which is fun. And then the Twitches too, I think they're like 22, 23, 24, they're in college. Yeah. Um, but that was like the oldest age range that I've ever seen Disney do. So it was fun to see that. And I was like, I want to be that girl. I want to be 21. Now that I'm 21, <laughs> it's whatever. Yeah. No magic spells happen yet. Um, but yeah, it was just fun to have that and to have like a Halloween spooky movie, which I love. Um, and that's the Ali and AJ song, Rush, is from that film. Oh, it's the Rush, yeah. It's everything. I don't know if that, like, was the start of Ali and AJ. No, because they had been around that for was their second a, album a bit before then. 
Yeah, but it was still a bop song. But yeah, so it was fun to see that and to have that album. And just to have Twitch it's a spooky movie. It's been a long time since I've seen it, to be honest. I, I've recently watched Twitch's. I'm, I'm waiting to rewatch it. Oh, no, we were wrong. It was their first album. Oh. Oh. But it wasn't their, it wasn't their first song. It was, that wasn't their, their big song from that album, though. They only have, like, two albums? No, Do You Believe in Magic and Walking on Sunshine? Those are the first two that were Disney's. Because that was the one for Do You See Me Now with Allison in it. Was the um, yeah. Do You Believe in Magic. Allie and her version of Walking on Sunshine was also one of their popular ones. Allie was in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, so that's where that that's that's where that that's where that first one I remember. I don't know the timeline of that, but yeah, that was their that was their first their first album. I mean, I figured it was it's got to be somewhere in there because Rush is kind of an old Allie yeah. J song. But well, hey, no, maybe that's yes. it's like kickstart. It's like their kickstart. <laughs> that's how they like, got big. Yeah, <laughs> they put Rush in there, and that's that's They're it. Like Allie and AJ, two twins, another <laughs> twins and twins. That's how they. That's what they did. Well. <laughs> Are they almost no? They're sisters. Are they sisters? I thought they were. I thought they were twins. Yeah, they're Girls sisters. Girls just lying half. They told to you. I legit my whole life. I thought you thought they were twins. Yes, I thought Allie and AJ were twins. My whole life. AJ's like, younger. E O McLean. You can't see my face right now, but I'm actually like shook. Like I like I'm a twin, so I was like yes, twin representation my whole life, and now she's like two years younger. So Allison was born in '89 and. AJ was born in 91. Yeah. Because even in Cowbells, they don't play twin, they play sisters. See, I don't think I paid attention to it that hard. <laughs> I think I just thought they were twins. So sad. Well. Sorry. I mean, Sorry to disappoint. Like, I can't blame you for that. Because they, like, they but look also, so much alike, and they're, like, they're they're in a group together. Like, it's not like, I didn't think the Jonas Brothers were, were, were in like triplets or anything like that, but I just thought that like Allie and AJ were like were twins. No, they were just playing. Like, they were just being the carpenters, bro. Yeah, I don't know if they look alike either. <laughs> I think they. I think they don't play guitars. So hey, look, I'm not gonna be mad though because I had that guitar for rock band. So I mean, that pink heart shaped guitar that looked like a pick. That's I, there we go. Yes, I thought that Allie and AJ were twins. Sorry, and I thought it was everything that. TM Tamara and Allie yeah. and AJ were a part of a Aww, project. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> we just destroyed McLean's. Yeah, I mean, I'm always here for twins, so get. <laughs> you can pretend they're twins. I'm in going to. In, your, in my mind. I'm going to pretend that they're twins. <laughs> they uh, yes, Twitches, everything. Just I'm also here. I mean, I'm not a twin. McLean's a twin. But when Apparently. I was younger, it was literally, well, it was also Mary Kane Ashley, but it was yeah. also Tia Tamara that made me want to desperately be a twin. I was just hoping. I was waiting. Day, well, I always thought it would be like, one day I'll find out that I was accidentally swapped for someone else, or like, you'd be like a sister-sister situation where like, we got separated at birth and we just never found out about each other. And especially with Twitches, they literally went their whole lives not knowing. Yeah. Right. So I was like, it's, gonna, it's possible. If they could make it to 21 years as an eight-year-old, like, they're already so old. If they could make it that long... It could happen to me. And then, you know, now that we're here, 21, almost 22, well, I'm yeah. And sister, disappointed. Sister, they, they found out, like, like, and, you know, 21 years. <laughs> disappointed. I'm not I'm not 22 yet, so. We got time. We got time. I've got, Lene, a twin, she's waiting. I've got, like, three weeks left. Two oh, weeks come left. on out. <laughs> yeah, if my, one of my twins wants to, you know, that would make you very happy. If you said um, one of your twins is like you have more than one right. set of twins. <laughs> you have another. You have like three twins because that would still make you a twin. That's true. I don't but that, that's also why I loved uh, Twitches because like 
I was like, twins! Yes! <laughs> Get I was here for twin girls. Right. I didn't, I'm not identical at all with my twin, but... <laughs> I'm here for it. Right. But I, I love twins. <laughs> Disney's think... obsessed with twins, too. Spoopy movies, though, with, yeah. spoopy movies, though, with twins. Also, the fact that Christina Tavera always, always won for me. Yes. Right. But spoopy twitches, witches that weren't, one, gross, two, stereotypical of making fun of Jewish culture, we are here for. I also always stood for the fact that they were, like, born onto a sun and a moon attachment that it actually the logic of them being witches made sense that it wasn't just like oh you're black you must have voodoo magic like it was not that it was not that simple yeah none of it like was it was literally, it literally just were like you were born magical well the thing is even their like a, like their real parents are ba- are black and white right yeah. like it's not like oh what like literally the it's consistent all the way through and they live like in a castle like their whole Which home. is also everything. Right. Like, it's, yeah, it's not, yeah, you're right. It's, like, not voodoo. It's just, like, this is they a really, thing. They just literally happen to be magical beings in the same way that, like, Merlin happens to be a magical being. There's nothing, it's nothing to do right. with their race. They just happen to be yeah. mixed girls. Right. Who are twins. Yeah. I, I just remember, I remember watching it, like, just on, on Halloween, I right. remember, like, growing up, like, I remember watching it on Disney Channel on Halloween night, like... <laughs> after like trick-or-treating and all this stuff because my that's like one of my parents would like let us like stay up like super late for no reason i don't even remember watching it like when i watched it. i remember watching it I, I, I have remember. vivid memories of of watching it like years and years and years like in a row i remember watching it too we watched it all the time but i don't remember like the first time i watched it like i don't think i could be like yeah this is when we watched i just remember it was like part of their like spooky season movie marathons that they would do and then they, I remember like being excited because it was like the new spooky movie that they were going to do and then Twitches 2 was like the biggest deal of our lives because I felt like I, I remember like Twitches 2 I remember being like my god it took forever for this one to come out like I was ready for the next one but like yeah Twitches 2 I thought they were going to make a Twitches 3 but that didn't happen there's rumors I know it still says maybe but if you ask both of them, they're both like, yeah, I mean, we're here for it. Well, but they would also do a sister to sister, um, right, reboot. They would do They made you make a Twitches 3, but with Chloe and Hallie. I, yeah, I saw that. That would be cool, but also, I don't know if I trust these Give me Tia and Tamara back. No, I am so into Chloe. As their daughters? They'd be singers or something, like, they sing, that's their, like, spell. Like, Bro, I'm into spell. it. I'm into sing it. The perfect yeah. I mean, that's a Cyrus, but still. Yeah. Um, something with music. So it would include a cameo from the sister duo Chloe and Hallie. They wouldn't be twins, though. But they do play twins on Grownish, so. People believe it. I thought they were, for the longest time, I thought they were twins, and then she was like, no, they're sisters, and I was like, oh, no, girl, you're yeah. right, though. They're just like Allie and AJ, but come on. No, but guys. they don't even look they like twins. Twi- they do, they do. They have the, Allie and AJ? Oh, no. Uh, Chloe and Hallie, yes. <laughs> Allie and AJ look like sisters. Yeah, Never once did I think they were. <laughs> but you know what? I also said it's probably because I, I watch Phil of the Future all the time, so I already had the disconnect of them not being sisters, and then all of a sudden, like, AJ. AJ stepped on the scene and I was like, oh, the guy oh, okay. she got her sister. sister. She got her sister. Yeah, and then like also the the Panabaker sisters, they also kind of sim- favored each other, but they weren't. They were just. They sisters. did the same thing. They did yeah. the same thing. The older sister got because remember when we did the read and weep? 
Right. Also another good one. Not my top six, but it is good. It's it's like top Danielle and something Panabaker. So it wouldn't be top ten. It wouldn't be top five. It'd be top ten. Yeah, not top ten. It'd be top five. No, my next one special mentions for this is Halloween Town. Right. We can all agree that this is a special mention. Right. Yes. It's almost to the point of not needing to mention with the with it's pretty much there and Cheetah Girls. But I only say no because it wasn't the last one. Halloween Town High was not. No. That we girls had a whole different girl in it. They tried to act like we wouldn't know. I really, the only thing, they, I really, they really were like, Luke is great, but remember how you're suddenly in this movie? And we were like, we no. Know. I really just claim uh, one and two for Halloween Town. Right. Like, we don't claim this Halloween Town High. Uh, Although it was a good movie. They just really pretend that this is a, the same girl. We I, like, no, I, I always held a grudge for Halloween Town High. Because <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, I won't replace this girl. She didn't even look like the real Marnie. She didn't even yeah. look like her. Yeah. I was like, this girl, this girl was a completely different girl. Now, tell me how... And it was the Panda Baker sister. Yes, it was, yeah. Yeah. Somebody looking at the cast right now. She looks nothing like the original girl who plays Marty. I was like, they really no. tried to hire a model girl. Yeah. I'm like, listen. Wait, hold on. Give me back my Marty. No, it is Marty. It's her. It's definitely... It's Kimberly J. Brown. No, but wait, wait, wait. Sean, you're looking at Halloween Town 3? No, I'm looking at Halloween Town High. Wait, let me see. Girl, that's... Let me see. Girl, it was her. Right, but it doesn't say it. Wait, for Halloween Town High. Halloween Town High, the pictures, that's her. Wait, 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 wait. wait. There's no way that's her. That's literally her. We we got a Mandela effect. Yeah. No, I think y'all just really out here forgetting shit. No, oh, no, 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 we were right, we were right, we were right. It's, no, we were right, we just said the wrong one. Because it goes Halloween Town, Halloween Town 2, Halloween, Halloween Town, Town High, High, and then, and the then Return to Halloween. Yes, Return to Halloween Town is the one that they... I was like, no way, Halloween Town. We were like, what? The Halloween Town, the only weird one was that it was Lucas Graybill. That was the only weird thing about that one. Because there, there's a Return to Halloween Town. Yes, and we were like, girl, that's the, yeah, not her. Right. right. But yeah, you're right, yeah. Halloween I don't Town know who this High does have. I didn't see Return to Halloween Town, so... It's very bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> but, no, yeah, you're right, yeah. Cause, At yeah. which you? Yeah. yeah she goes to, college. like, wizard... She goes to, like, witch college. Oh no! I don't even think it's on Disney Plus. It's not. I just looked. It's yes. definitely not. Where's she not? I promise Disney, you. That, Disney had, that doesn't have a lot of things on Disney Plus. Well, well they just so. got Twitch has just got yes, added both of them in August. They just added both of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just saw that. It was like August fifteenth or something like that. Um, Come on, Disney. Yeah, but I mean, the, you know, they gotta release things. Yeah, we've already we've already established that Disney is a bunch of cowards when it comes to Disney Plus. Yeah, I because where's my bear in the big blue house? Yeah, where is Playhouse yeah. Disney? We're waiting, we're waiting for that. Waiting for that. We're waiting for that. Okay, I want my roly poly olies. Yes, my like, JoJo oh, circus. I need that. Um, my anyways, Stanley. <laughs> now that we've talked about our favorite films, so we're not going too long. Any anything else we want to say about the movies that we picked, the people in it? What an iconic group of humans. Yeah. For I, mean, all of them, I mean, all of them. Every like, movie we talked about. I was gonna say all three movies. Like one, let's talk about the diversity of the three movies that we picked. Clearly, they meant something because young people of color have very few things that we get to keep mm-hmm. as our own, and they weren't. I. The reason I think all three of these still hold up is because they weren't about the culture. They weren't like. It's about black people. It's about blah blah blah. Like it's not like these people were just regular regular dudes. 
who happen to be like black people. Right. Like, and nothing, like, nothing yeah. about Tia and Tamara being black had to do anything with the fact that they were witches. Right. Had nothing to do with that. It was like, the, it was like you knew that they were black, and their blackness obviously meant something to them, and there were little hints and nods, like their hair, but it wasn't like, I am black, therefore I am sad. Yeah, well, they're also, yeah. it just, the story wasn't about that. It just didn't have anything to do with who they were as people other than, like, this is what I am. Like, right. a regu- like, like it is for a regular person, like... You can't ignore that that you're black, Mexican, X, Y, Z, but and it is a part of who you are. But it didn't. It was not their whole plot line. They were not. They also weren't side characters to fulfill a need to fulfill a, a trope. Right. Right. Let me go. Yeah, because for all three of them, they didn't. None. No one fulfilled the trope. Right. And limiting mouth had the one thing. What's her name? She's so gone. I only call her Naomi. That's not her name. No. Oh, Naomi That's Scott's her character. Name, but yeah. But, like, she has a whole thing about, like, yes. I can't be your perfect Indian I can't daughter. Be, right. That, I'm, like, first of all, that was the first time I'd ever seen anyone of Eastern Asian descent on Disney in that right. way. Yeah. Yeah. And I still yeah, couldn't like, I still couldn't point to somebody now. Yeah. Other than Naomi Scott, which... Problems. Yeah. I'm Her name is Mo. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mo Charlie St- Stella. Right. Came from... She was, like, the only Asian-looking person in her family. Yeah. Which... She was mixed. Her dad... Her dad was something. Her dad was Asian and her mom was white, or vice versa. I can't her remember. Her mom was white. One. But yeah, I remember seeing that and like, wow, that's really cool. Like, they actually hired, they did that. They did that. And, and I think the interesting yeah. thing too now is like, Disney's not really doing that. Like, I watch Descendants, you know, for kicks and giggles. And it just, the logic doesn't make sense anymore. There were yeah. lots of people. I think that they're afraid to tackle the idea that. That they're like, oh, if we do this, then people are, and it's like, but if you don't do it, then you just lose representation, and then kids don't get to see those things. Like, yeah, you know, and I mean, that's a big thing, and yeah, jump in too. Like, it was just cool to see people like that that just existed, and the, yeah, like you said, the plot was just something else, but also who they were, they were, right. like, it and was like, what well, with me, it was just. No, like, that's why, the reason I love Jump In so much is that you got to see regular people, it wasn't black people who were hella rich. It wasn't black people who, it was like, this is the neighborhood I grew up in. And I grew, I happened to grow up in the hood, it, but we're not sad. Yeah. We're not in gang fights. We're not all of these things. It's right. like, we were not, they were not the trope of what we as people, low income people were told we were. Right. And like, the thing that we were known for, which was fighting, was used in a positive light as a way to get out. Right and Rod, Rod and was shown and was shown like that, and and right. that was and that was shown and Rodney was and that's also what Rodney was used for us was a way to be like, actually this was his only way out. Yeah, truly this was his only way out because we watched Izzy have a little bit of a more fortunate life. Right, and he had the option that this could be a way out for him. Yeah, for, because for of it, because of Izzy's dad, like Izzy's dad was like, come to the like, like he he was a, a boxer at Izzy at the at the dad's gym, like he was like. Right. Come here. Right. And right. Then, yeah, Twitch's Alexandra, I think it's yeah, Alex's parents are rich. And they're yeah. black, they're the black couple and they're super wealthy because she was in like the mansion and she's like has this yeah. huge birthday party. And she's got like a like convertible, like super fancy like Yeah. And then <laughs> Cameron's is like, I'm broke. She's like, like taking like, she's like taking the bus and like <laughs> which is like not does not constitute being poor. Right. I mean, <laughs> when you take the bus now because it's free. In the yeah. suburbs, it counts, I guess. 
know, wherever city they were in, but here, not so much. Chicago is, (laughs) everybody takes the bus, fun fact. But yeah, I just like, I always thought that was nice because it was a one time that you weren't, I think, bombarded with like your race in your face as like a thing to be always reminded of, which it can be, which is nice because I think that like Disney's always been an escape for young people. I think at least for us, it's always been a form of like escape from reality for a minute. So what a good way to like escape to a place that was not a throw in your face, everything about the world throw in your face. Like you can deal, like you can deal with real life problems, but it's not like, and this is your whole world. Nothing about any of these characters were their issues, their problems, their whole world. Yeah. These were just the realities of their lives. And so, yeah, children could have regular One Tree Hill TV show movies that they could watch and have. Right. Which I don't think, which I can tell you, like, some DCOMs don't do now. Because (laughs) now it's like, if you're black, you can only, if you're light-skinned black, you can only have one black parent and one white parent, and that's the only way that you can look. And we have to justify the lineage and the exclusion to explain colorism to people so obviously instead of just letting it be a thing. I don't think Disney does that at all. I mean, the last person to really be a big deal was Cheyenne McLean. Like, she's not, she doesn't do that anymore. She was with her last film when she was like, I'm out. Um, Which, like, good for her. Yeah, and and same thing with Sky Jackson. She was, like, the one girl, but again, she's she's stereotyped. I I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I think she's a little, I feel some type of way about Sky Jackson. I think she's a little young, but I feel very protective over child actors, so that's just me. Um, But, yeah, but, yeah, I just, I, it is, I don't want to say, like, oh, new Disney Channel is so bad, because I don't be that old lady. Yeah. But I do see a, a big difference and a big shift in, like, who's represented and, yeah, the neighborhoods represented in. Well, like, even how you're being seen. Yeah. Right. And again, for me, it's a just, it's like there's this weird need to justify people being where they are instead of just, like, letting it happen. It seemed like it ended with Lemonade Mouth. It's like Lemonade Mouth was the last one to do it, and then, like, we're done. We're gonna do how to build a better boy, and I mean even Radio Rebel was bad, but but that was all white people, so I take that back. Never mind. You're right. We had one hip hop group. <laughs> I can't even say that many. The only thing I can say about Radio Rebel s- is the faces that Debbie Ryan makes. Debbie Ryan. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Radio Rebel. Oh, you're not missing much because I either. am not a Debbie They market. We were talking about the worst Disney films. That's on there. <laughs> what was that stupid um, alien movie? How do you don't eat? Worms or whatever. Can of, oh, can of can worms. worms. How do you eat fried worms? I still feel like radio. <laughs> I still I feel like radio worms would still be number one <laughs> on the list of worst ones. Yeah, Uh-oh. can of worms would probably be like. I haven't seen it though, so I've just seen what they look like. <laughs> still, compared to all the faces Debbie Ryan makes in that film, I can't take it. The poor woman did not deserve any of our shit. But anyways, maybe we'll have to do a podcast where we talk about the worst. Disney Stay ones. tuned for future episodes <laughs> about the worst Disney Channel original movies. You know, but uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll wrap it up from there. Uh, thanks for watching. I said what I said. Watching. Listening. You're watching Disney Channel. Thanks for listening. I mean, I guess in your mind you could watch it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you close, yeah. See, Heather Hadley. If you close your, if you close your eyes, you could technically watch us. Anyways, but okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. (laughs) Ding. Let's watch a Disney Channel movie.